Hi everybody and welcome to my gastric sleeve experience. This is episode 14. Can't even believe 14 weeks. I, I say this every week but it's truly mind-boggling. Um, starting off with with my stats, high weight 306, surgery weight 285, current weight 246, and uh, goal weight is 150. Um, I thought today would be a good opportunity to share the do's and don'ts. Um, I'm learning more of what not to do, and so I thought I would pass that along. I started jotting down ideas, and um, there's no systematic approach. This is not a best to worst list. It is just uh, how my brain did a dump and wrote down everything that I could. So it might sound like I'm rambling or going from there here to there. I probably am, but um, I'll do the best that I can. So some of the things that I've done that are a do, okay? Do track your food. I know it's a pain in the ass. I know it is. But after a while, you're going to start to realize how much something is a cup, a half cup. I mean, I can look at something and say, hey, that's a half a teaspoon. Um, and I'm almost exact. And it's because I eat the same core stuff all the time. And I'm able to just know how much that is. And it's in my system. Um, but also, you just by sight, like I know how much a cup of, of chicken is. I wouldn't eat a cup of chicken, so if it looks like it's a lot, it probably is. And the reason why I say to do this is because you'd be amazed how quickly those calories add up. Now, we're not supposed to be looking at calories right now, and I get that. But I, I can't help, because for 30 years of dieting, calories were so important, so I do keep mindful of it. But I do track my protein, and I track my water, and honestly... It takes two seconds. You just finish eating, you log your food, you go about your day. I feel on any day that I am having trouble logging because of what I've eaten, like grazing all day, which I don't do. We did it one time and I think it was New Year's. Um, that was dreadful because keeping track of what I ate and then waiting 30 minutes and oh my God, it's just better to have your three meals if you need a snack and deal with your 30 minutes with drink, record your stuff and move on. So that's something that I intend on doing for the rest of my life, and I'm not bothered by it. It actually is great to see. Sometimes at the end of the day, I'm like, oh my God, I still have another seven grams of protein to eat. What can I do? Um, I'm very particular about the protein because I don't want to lose my hair. Um, see, it's growing, and that's all the biotin that I've been taking and um, vitamins and protein and water. All those things are very important. It's helped me. I can... There's nothing. <laughs> um, reward yourself for success, not with food. Um, I have been trying to do different things. So either an outing of something that I've been wanting to do or a massage or just get your nails done or go for a drive. I know it sounds stupid, but stopping in the middle of your day looking forward to something either with somebody that you want to see that you haven't seen in a long time um it's just something that you don't get a chance to do because you're busy put it in your calendar and say when i reach this goal whatever that happens to be i'm going to do this um not around food so you're not going to go out to lunch with somebody you're not going to go get an ice cream you're going to very well to see somebody but go for a walk with them i mean Get your steps in while you're talking to somebody you haven't seen in a long time. If that sounds boring, fine. 
treat yourself to a movie, go to a play, um, go out dancing, do something that you enjoy doing that you could look forward to as your reward. I like to decorate, so I'll, I got a new clock, or I'll um, decorate a room that I've been wanting to do, or getting a new blanket, or just something that when I see it, I say, I got that because I achieved a goal. And those goals, which is one of them, is not to obsess over long-term goals. Listen, I started this journey 150 pounds to lose. Um, I don't know about you, but I look at that and I go, Ugh, it's going to take me so long, I'm going to lose stamina. And some days I feel like I could. So I don't look at it like that. I use Berry-tastic on my phone and it took all my goals and broke it up into 10 groupings. So now I have much smaller goals that are way more achievable. Um, and you feel proud because you're like, hey, I got another goal done and I only am 17% into my next goal. It's just smaller and it just makes, it's just easier. So when you're coupling small goals and rewarding yourself for achieving those goals, it's, it's a nice little check for yourself that, hey, I got this and I can be happy and proud of what I've done. Um, get yourself a sponsor. I've spoken about it before in earlier episodes. Um, when I say a sponsor, I'm talking about somebody who's been through it before and not 10 years ago, but more recently than that, who's willing to do a checkup call on you. Um, my sponsor contacted me the day before surgery, the day of surgery, the day after surgery, a few days later, she checked up on me on Thanksgiving, on Christmas, on New Year's. Randomly, I get a text, Hey, how you doing? Do you have any questions? She's awesome. I love her. And she had the exact same surgery two years earlier than I did in the same um, center. So she knows exactly what I'm going through. She looks amazing. She's the sweetest person. Um, I, I really encourage you. I'm happy to help people if you want um, somebody to check in on you or if you have questions and you want to sidebar me, no problem. I am getting listeners connecting with me on social media and it's so unbelievable when I hear them talking about things I've spoken about on my on my episode I know you guys are listening and it, it, I didn't do this to become famous I didn't do this to be a tiktoker or anything like that I just knew that if I tried to journal my my experience on paper just all the things I wanted to say my hand would get tired I wouldn't want to write it down so I chose video and I said, all right, I'm going to throw it up on a podcast. I'm so happy that it's helping some people. Um, it's truly amazing. I know the things I listened to when I first started were extremely helpful. So um, find yourself a person or a podcast or a video or whatever that you can use as a means for a sanity check so that when you do have questions or if you're panicking over something, you'll know that you can go to a resource that will help. It's been so great for me and I, I'm sure it will be great for you. Um, practice self-care. So one of the things that I've been doing on a much more regular basis than I've ever done in my life, and this sounds ridiculous, but I take my makeup off in the night and I moisturize my face. It takes maybe six minutes to do. I wash my face, take off the makeup, and put on moisturizer. And what I'm noticing is because I've been doing this every single night um, since the beginning of this journey. My face feels so nice in the morning when I brush my teeth and I wash my face. 
it's silky so even though I'm enjoying the few minutes that I'm taking in the night to just take a few minutes for myself it has lasting effects first of all it's good for my skin but more importantly I get to experience that joyfulness in the morning as well and I can't tell you how many people have said that my skin looks so good <laughs> I think it's the amount of water that I'm drinking but um, some good um, cream as well is not going to hurt. So I've been doing that. Um, move every day. This is a do. Move every day. I can't express enough. Even little little bits add up to a lot. I feel stronger. I don't get winded going up and down the steps. And I have a lot of steps in this house. Um, I show houses for a living. So going around those homes, it's I don't look at the house and go oh my god how am I going to get through so I just say even if it's go to the mailbox and come back go to the mailbox come back go around in a circle get up take a walk even if you have to put a timer on something to say get up just get up and do it you, you could do it it it's it's not hard you can actually do it and you start seeing the steps click up on your daily tracker and it's like oh my god I walked all those steps today I don't feel like I did, and that's because you don't do it all in one fell swoop. Because if somebody told me, I want you to go outside and walk for an hour, I'd be like, oh, I don't want to do that. But if I do it in little bits here, five minutes there, five minutes there, it adds up to that hour, and you're like, wow, I did a lot of steps today. And that's also a thing that makes you feel good. Um, be accountable. So I think I've told people, I have now set up my Apple Health app, to share with my husband so at any time he can see how much I weigh what my steps are how much my sleep is like everything I track he can see and we're not doing it so that he could be the boss of me we're doing it so that I could be accountable um, I know I need that um, I just be embarrassed by it now I'm just saying you know what it's something that I need so know your limitations and know where you need help and just get the help he's wonderful and he's happy to do it and every once in a while he'll say oh I saw you got a lot of steps in the other day he's not been critical so I know he looks but we don't use it as a means of contention and it's been a great way because I know somebody's watching me and we don't have to talk about it all the time so definitely be accountable to somebody and not somebody that you overpower so like you can't do it for your kid like you should do it to somebody who you care about their opinion and who's going to hold your feet to the fire and be like, I saw that you ate like a crap ton of food the other day. How you doing? You need some help? Um, that's definitely something that I know I need and I think it would help other people. Um, be creative. If you eat the same thing every day, do the same workout every day, get up at the same time every day, you're going to get bored. So for me, I do need consistency because I don't have a lot of time in my day, but I can feel myself getting kind of that monotony setting in. So I try to incorporate new things. I'm a good cook and I know how to cook. So I try to incorporate a new seasoning or a new ingredient and say, okay, this week we're going to use chalet oil in some way, shape or form. So it causes you to think. For Christmas, I got a really great bariatric cookbook. Um, I recommend you get it. If you do a search, it'll come up. It's like the book to get. Um, and they have a ton of easy and not a lot of ingredient recipes in there. So that's something that I would say. 
as far as working out. Um, you don't need to do the elliptical every day for 30 minutes and then something, you know, and that's it. Maybe it's elliptical one day. Maybe it's going for a walk another day. Maybe you want to jog. Maybe you want to ride a bike. Do something different a couple times every few weeks, days, whatever you need so that you don't get bored and your body doesn't get used to the same stuff all the time. Um, okay, I have embraced the change. So in the beginning, I was as secretive as I can be because I was embarrassed that I had to have weight loss surgery and no one was allowed to discuss it. I basically threatened my husband within an inch of his life if he told anybody. I only told my, my daughter, my her husband, um, and that's because he lives with us, and um, my husband and two people at work because I needed them to be my backup. Um, and one very dear friend because she's a nurse. That was it. I did not want to tell anybody because I was embarrassed. Okay. Taking control over a bad situation and making it good is not worthy of embarrassment. And you're going to start experiencing change. There's all kinds of change. Change in your clothes, change in the way you feel, the way you look. Simple things. I think I've said, I hugged my daughter and we were both stunned at the amount of space, less space needed to embrace. It was really kind of nice. Um, people are going to notice. I'm 14 weeks out. People have been noticing for more time than that. And you have to decide, you know, positive or negative. How are you going to look at it? Yeah, it sucks. Okay, so we overate, we're fat, we're unhealthy, we can't move. Like, okay, whatever way you want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Okay, but that's yesterday. Now we're dealing with today. How do you want to see yourself? How do you want other people to see you? As a person who's taken control over their life, I mean, it would suck if I had to say I'm, not, I'm an alcoholic. I'm not. But if I had to say that, I think, yes, I would have been embarrassed in the beginning. But do you really fault the person who says, hey, I have this problem. I'm going to go get help and make my, a better life for myself? No, instead you're like, wow, give those guys props for doing that stuff. People are doing that to us. Don't be embarrassed. Embrace the change and welcome the the wonderful comments that we're getting. Um, I mean, I had a little kid for Halloween ring my bell and be like, oh, you're the fatty down the street. And I was like, oh my God. Now his dad was mortified. But obviously that's what they're talking about at home, that I was the fatty down the street. So I could hate that kid and a little part of me does. Or I could say, you know what? I was the fatty down the street. But now... I'm working towards not being that person. I'm working towards being the healthy person who did right by herself and who's going to live a longer, healthier life because I took control. Embrace the change. It's all good stuff. Um, some don'ts. I do weigh myself every day, but you cannot obsess over the scale. So don't weigh yourself in the morning, then go take a dump, and then weigh yourself again. Then don't have breakfast and weigh yourself. Or do a workout and weigh yourself. It's like, okay, oh my God, stop. If you want to weigh yourself once in the morning at the same time every day, I'm not going to tell you not to do that because I do that. But you can't obsess. You are going to have stalls. Now, I learned why we have stalls. And once I learned that, it makes perfect sense. And it's something that now, okay, so we can do that and understand that we don't have to freak out. Um... This is going to sound like a butchered way of explaining it, but my understanding is that we have cells in our body 
that have water molecules attached to it. When we started our diets or when we started our program and we had to eat liquid diets or, you know, get ready for surgery, our body went into oh my God mode and started releasing all these water cells. And we, I mean, how many of you were peeing nonstop even though you were drinking the same amount of stuff that you've always drank? That's what was happening. So you're losing the water weight and the scale is looking great and you're like, oh my God, I'm losing all this weight. Well, you're not. You're just losing the water. After a few weeks, your body regulates itself and says, okay, wait a minute. We can't continue to just lose all this water. So every time you drink, it starts adding those water cells back to each cell. And that's why you're on a stall. You're still burning fat and you're still losing inches, but the scale is not saying anything because the water is taking over. It all ends up regulating and then they start to go low together. But in that beginning stage, that's not what's happening. And this is why you go on a stall. It was a great video that I found on YouTube that it was like, now I understand and why they say stop obsessing. Just trust the process because it actually is working, but you don't realize it because you're obsessing over the scale. So don't obsess um, and don't obsess over stalls. Um, okay, I'm going to say this and this is going to sound um, like I'm on my high horse, but don't eat the way you were eating. We got ourselves to this pickle because we were doing the wrong things. So don't go through all the surgery and then be like, I wonder how many more weeks until I can have McDonald's. It's like, have you lost your mind? There's nothing we can't do, but we but go back to the way we were doing things. We will gain the weight back. I could see how easily that can happen because you can eat when you want to fill your mental hunger and not your physical hunger. It doesn't mean you can't have a hamburger. I had a hamburger I had on vacation, a bunless Swiss mushroom burger. And it was a half pound burger. So no, I didn't eat the whole thing. I didn't, I didn't take the fries that it came with. I forget what I had on the side. I don't think anything because I knew like a half pound burger, where is that fitting? Not in my stomach. So the first thing I did was cut it in half and slowly I ate the piece that was I, what I knew to be the four ounces. Um, and then I took the next piece and cut it in half. I gave a piece to my husband and I took a couple of bites of the other, but I was full and I got to have a hamburger with cheese and mushrooms, something I thoroughly enjoy. So you have to change your thinking. Don't do this. If you think that it's a quick fix and that you're going to be able to do what you were doing. I'm not eating Kentucky fried chicken. I'm not eating McDonald's. I don't go to Wendy's. I don't go to Taco Bell. I go to Chipotle and I got the kids meal and it was delicious. It filled me up and I didn't feel like I was being deprived at all. You can eat anything you want, but you're not going to eat a tray of it. If you allow yourself each time, like I haven't had pasta, I haven't had bread and I don't do rice. Like I made the decision that I don't want to eat a carb filled diet. I eat a protein filled diet, but I'm okay with that. Um, you can have those things just in moderation. Don't eat pasta every night. Like, that's not what you're supposed to be doing, especially if you're supposed to eat your protein first. How much space do you have left for pasta? So what I'm saying is go into this with the right frame of mind. It doesn't mean that we're now in this I can't mode because that's not it. You can actually do quite a bit. I'm living a normal life right now. Other than raw vegetables, 
and raw fruit, which I forgot and ate, ate some raw fruit because that was my side versus the hash browns that was supposed to come. And it gave me this incredibly tight feeling in my chest, like if I had a lump of coal. So I was like, okay, so I'm going to wait. And when I saw the doctor, she's like, yeah, you should probably wait a little bit longer. Okay, no biggie. It's not, now you can't do this for the rest of your life. It's for right now, do something different. So I can have cooked fruit. I can have cooked vegetables. I'll do that. But I'm not going into this thinking, oh my God, I have to have nothing and only carrot food or else, uh, not carrot, rabbit food or else I'm not going to be able to eat. I've been eating all sorts of different things. And the last thing is don't cheat. If you're tracking your food, put what you actually ate. If you ate over, own it. So you ate over. Tomorrow do better or walk more. Don't do that every day, but be honest because you're only fooling yourself by not admitting that you did something. Like I had more wine on vacation than I have at home. Well, I recorded it and I saw it and I was like, okay, I'll do better tomorrow. And I did. I didn't have bottles of wine. I had maybe two glasses instead of one glass. And you know what? That was plenty because it makes you kind of loopy. So all I'm saying is, look, this is our new life. This is this is what we're doing now. And all those people who are, oh my God, I wish I would have never done this. This is awful. They're not doing the right things. If you do the right things, this is a beautiful, beautiful way of living. You're going to be healthier. You're going to be happier. You're going to look amazing and live longer. And you're not going to feel like you're on a diet. This is just the way life is, and life is good. So I hope these words of inspiration um, for these do's and don'ts that I live by will help you. Um, I'm kind of hungry for new ideas of what to talk to you guys about because I haven't been encountering so much change. It's kind of now normal on, on autopilot. So if you want to send me a note and just let me know what questions you have or if there's topics you want me to cover, I'd be happy to do that. And I would welcome the content ideas. So until next week, have a great week.